this week I got to uh, catch up and sit down with Devin Werkheiser. And um, we met on a random trip with our mutual friend out to the Bahamas. We were out shooting this show out there. Besides being the star of his own Nickelodeon show, uh, Ned's Declassified, uh, has a huge heart for helping other people. We had some great, uh, great times, and I think you guys will get a real good kick out of this one. Well, here we are, podcast number one. We have Devin. I just realized I've never had to say your last name. I'm gonna try it. I don't know if I got it right. Workheiser. Nailed it. it. For real? Nailed it. I was super, I was like, I don't know if I know how to say this Nailed name right it. now. <laughs> you should know that person's name that you have come hang out with you. It's true, it's, it's just in the LeBeau, right? It, that works for me. Great. I'll Great. go by that from now, formerly known as LeBeau. <laughs> Jay LeBeau. Um, so I was thinking about this. Do you remember exactly how we met? Like, I know, like, where we met and what was going on, but do you remember, like, our first moment of meeting each other? I don't, actually. I don't either. I feel like some of, one of us I had to say something crazy. Okay. We were in the Bahamas. Okay. I brought one picture that I thought might jog your memory and might go into a good story. <laughs> do, you, do you know where I'm going with this? I know where you're going. Uh, don't, show, don't show the camera, but I'd like you to just take a look at this memory and uh, just tell me a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, so, Jesse and I met on this amazing trip to the Bahamas with some mutual friends of ours, and it was unreal. It was unreal. You've been, like, Aaron, listen, you're gonna have to come on the next one. Yeah, listen, I don't, I don't live like this normally, so it was a treat. We were on a big old yacht. We were taking private jets. It was really cool. The dream. The it dream. It was the dream. Yeah. And so, the first private jet flight <laughs> I took, I, I asked uh, my new friend Jesse. I said, "Hey, new friend Jesse." I've never been on a private jet. I don't know when I'm gonna be on a private jet again. Kind this of a is, big deal. This is not my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you take a photo of me with the jet? And uh, and I think you. And I, what did I say? What did New Friends say? I think you nailed it. I think I nailed it. No, in my defense, I remember. <laughs> I remember there was a lot of people. There was a lot of action going on. I pulled out my phone and I was trying to take it like this, but I was like. I don't like this angle. It's kind of going up at him. I held the phone up here, and then I handed it back to you, right? And I was like, dude, got the picture. You got literally the picture. got everything but, but your face. head. <laughs> but you know what I like about you and I respect it is that you posted this picture, and you said, thank you for the sick photo of my first time on a private jet. Literally could be anyone's head on there. <laughs> this could be anyone's body, anyone's private yeah. jet. It's not, it could not be me. I could have been making this up. I could have been at home this but day. But I love that because it's like it's relatable like put hey anyone watching this put your head on this and say it's your private jet <laughs> like that's us looking out for the everyday person right yeah thanks for that yeah you're, no i just thought that was a, a great real champ man <laughs> yeah, real, yeah. thanks for capturing yeah. the real moment real friends thanks for capturing the moment <laughs> yeah. bro you know i was so in the moment that's probably why i didn't get the picture that was it thinking about it what an amazing trip amazing trip i just remember like in all seriousness of us waking up each day we had like our own private quarters right yep. i felt like i had my own butler i don't maybe i did like i would leave the room and i come back the room was made <laughs> it smelled like flowers everything was folded yeah i was like who's touching my underwear in here yeah and why is my underwear just out <laughs> that's the other way that thing. was me oh that was you who was folding my room yeah I, as soon as you left i would go clean it up and and touch your underwear and stuff well now it got a little weird but <laughs> i, I kind of like it no that trip was really fantastic man like some people are living a, a real good life, and we got a we got we got a, a taste. A, we got a taste of it. Yeah, we got a taste of it. Definitely. Oh, you know. Um, so yeah, I just remember each day we'd come out, and literally, I remember literally pinching my thing, and we were looking at each other like, "How are we here? Yeah. How is this still happening?" Because we had the private chef who was like making private ice cream. Remember, he was making homemade ice cream. 
breakfast every day. Yeah. Just these gorgeous locations in the Bahamas. Yeah. And like unique islands I don't think everyone can go to. I don't yeah. know if they're private, yeah. but it seemed like it. Jet skiing around. Yeah. I had a good time with you. Did we have? That's fun. Well, we, we morphed into this character. How did, uh, do you remember the character? Coco D, man. Coconut D. How did that come about? Like, I, I That's don't, just your crazy that was mind me, my that mind. invented that. You so, just called me the Coco D, man. For some reason in my chopping mind. Chopping up coconuts I think he was, for he, the people on the island. I think you were chopping up a coconut, or you were climbing a coconut tree, or you were, there was something coconutty going on. Not to be confused with Coconut Head, which we will definitely talk about later. Uh, there was something that happened. Then I was like, this guy's new name, Coconut D. And then I started to become a character where I was doing this weird, like, Coconut D. Do you remember the voice? Like, I, I can't remember it was the like, voice you were doing. The Coco D. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you, don't, you got the coconuts, and you, you know, you see with the thing. Right, coconut. That Coconuts. That was it. That was it. And we talked in that voice the entire trip. People hated us. Yeah, for sure. People absolutely for hated sure. us. Good yeah. times. Good times. <laughs> times. People hating us. And then I actually remember. Just the coconut. Yes. 50% off. Well, no one no one thinks this is funny or can uh, relate to this, but it's so funny to us that we're I don't just care. catching up now. This we're is just good. catching this is good. up, bro. So actually I have one more and then we'll talk we'll talk about some real stuff, maybe. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um so we went to some nighttime spot, and I'm in the Bahamas, so I have shorts on. I'm, like, I'm always wearing shorts, and they don't let me in, because yeah. they're like, you gotta wear pants. Yeah. And I had known you for 10 seconds at this yep. point, so that was maybe where we met. Maybe it was at that hotel. Yeah, could have been. And, um, and you're like, oh, bro, so nice. First off, such a nice thing to do. You didn't have to do this. I have pants in my room. Just here's my room key, go to my room, go get some pants. So I go up to your room by myself yeah. and I'm going through your clothes. Yep. I, I had like some, one suitcase, it was easy. Yeah, yeah, small I, suitcase. I found some pants Yeah. And, uh, and then I also saw this glorious scarf. Yeah. You know the one I'm you talking did. about. It is a big you scarf. You brought it to the nightclub. <laughs> yeah. So then I show up in not only in these pants, but I also have this big scarf that makes no sense. It's so hot that I'm it's, wearing shorts. It's, Baha it's the it's, Bahamas in but the summer. But I am summer. rocking it and I'm like, I didn't even have the thought like, maybe this isn't like, I don't know this guy. I shouldn't show up wearing all of his clothes. But I just, for some reason I was like, Gotta scarf wear it. wearing it. And I showed up and I think you were cool then. I think we all laughed. We were like, cool. I mean, and then I was just hot for the rest of the night. Suffered in the yeah. nightclub yeah. with yeah. Knits, It was fun though because I remember I was throwing it around people and just like pulling them in like I was fishing. Yeah. It was, it was, Probably inappropriate. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Yeah. But it was a good time. It was a good time for I the kids. Fun, for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good trip. Yeah, it really was. So, moving on from the Bahamas. Yeah. Question for you. Tell me things. Did I? And I introduced you. First podcast. Don't know what I'm doing yet. I did. No. I said okay. So Devin Workheiser. We got that far. Yeah, we got that far. You said my name. A lot of people know you from Ned's Declassified. Yes, sir. Is that the full name of it? That's Declassified School Survival Guide. School Survival Guide. The yeah. YouTube thing makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. Now you're on okay. track. Okay. <laughs> so, how old were you when that happened? And I kind of want to talk about who you were before all how that. How I got here? Yeah, but yeah. before all um, that. So Yeah, so I was born in Georgia. Okay. Georgia. Shout out. Um, Shout out to our Atlanta folks. I started acting when I was like eight years old. Came out to LA for my first time when I was 11 to start auditioning for stuff. Okay. And uh, my second pilot season, my second time out in LA, I booked the pilot of Ned's. And so Ned's filmed uh, three seasons from when I was 12 to 15 years old. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's, I mean. Okay. So 12 to 15. That's, yeah. that's crazy. So before that, now I'm inter interested in yeah. the move because that's a big deal to, at eight years old, 
eight, right? Yeah. To move to up and move. Your parents are obviously pretty supportive of, super, of you wanting to super pursue this. Supportive. It was a it was a slow transition to actually moving full time to LA, but my parents were very supportive, man. It was super cool. They noticed as a kid. Like for me, I was just being who I was, which was like, I loved making people laugh. I loved attention, let's be real. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Don't see it at all. Coconut, <laughs> coconut D with the coconuts. I loved uh, movies like Austin Powers and yeah, the Ace yeah. Ventura movies. Yeah. Like, I Everything would just, Jim Carrey. I would just, yeah, every, anything Jim Carrey. I would just recite uh, when I was six years old and my parents were just, they, they noticed like this is not normal. Like this is really cool. So. Uh, they put me in community theater, which I loved, and then it just became this snowball of I started to book things in Atlanta. We started to spend my mom and I a couple months in LA auditioning, and then mm -hmm. a couple months turned to like for six the pilot months. season. Yeah. Okay, okay, like oh, and this then is six going months well. turned to eight months, and eventually my whole family moved out. And um, it's really cool, man, because I know not everyone has that. My dad always said he was like. He said, I like what I do. He was an accountant. He's mm -hmm. like, I like what I do. I don't love what I do. Mm -hmm. And if you know what you want to do and you love it and you have a path to succeed at it, I said, do it and I'm going to support you fully. And I didn't realize hmm. how rare and amazing and special that was until I got older. Like for me, you're a kid, you just accept what's coming to you. Yeah. So yeah. for me, it, it was awesome, yeah. but it just felt like life. This is normal. Just, this is what's supposed to happen. My dad's supporting. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Shout family. out to your dad for that because that's not Dude, the case in a lot of it, situations. It that's really so cool. isn't. And, and shout out to my mom for taking all these trips to LA and like yeah. leaving her life and all this stuff. I mean, hmm. my parents gave me a huge leg up. A lot of people have to wait till they're 18 to start yeah. the path of acting yeah. or older after yeah. college sometimes yeah um, but my parents noticed a natural inclination I had for it and uh, gave me every opportunity to succeed at it early on which I'm mega grateful for yeah yeah no that's um, interesting thankfully I have a similar situation with my parents super supportive that's how I ended up out here I was actually on a on a fishing boat and I just graduated college and I was not a good fisherman at all like, I was <laughs> like dude I'm like a pretty boy you know like I showered four times before today it's noon you know what I mean like, like so I'm out on this boat it it uh, dude the, it just smells like fish like I had to cook for everybody too and do like the on the crew stuff I didn't you know the knots this, yeah I didn't know the knots yeah you still uh, don't know the knots I still don't know the knots my knot game is weak dude like I, I got a bowl and that's about it half hitch clove hitch um, and then uh, yeah I'm out I have no cell phone service dude I can't like you know I'm can't, just got a college I'm ready to get on Facebook tweets, yeah bro. yeah I'm trying to hit the tweets up so I'm just miserable <laughs> and um, and, and I'm having this experience, but I'm making some good money, yeah. you know, so, and, and, uh, and I had people around me that are just like, the captain hated me. He was so mean, dude. I, I tell the story when I go to the school, so I'm like, this guy, like, and this is true. He didn't like me so much that he would wait until I was below him on the bottom deck and he'd go up on the top deck and he would literally pee into the wind. And I would be like, cause it's always raining there. I'd be like, oh man, I didn't know. And I look oh up, I see him out there, and he thought serious? it was the funniest thing. And he would like tell, he'd go on the radio, "Yep, just got Jesse." Like telling the other boats, like just golden showered him. Like it was like it was. This was like a real oh experience God, I went through. Bro. Yeah, it was traumatic, dude. <laughs> Little pretty boy, can you imagine <laughs> how I felt? I thought it was raining. I'm sorry to laugh. That's actually really terrible. Yeah, yeah you're it's a horrible person. Kind of hilarious and awful yeah. at the same time. Now that it's passed. All that, that to say, all that to say, 
during this time, I was like figuring out what am I going to do? I graduated from school. Yeah. Um, I was going to go overseas and play basketball. But kind of have to start at the bottom and work my way up. Not a lot of money. I was going to Orange County and be a carpet salesman and make pretty good money, like 80 grand right out of school. I was like, oh, that's cool. Or I was going to go to um, LA and try to do basketball commercials. I had kind of like an inside scoop that I had a teammate and he jumps, like he goes by Air Dog, and he jumped 45 inches over like three kids. And so he was booking all these commercials with all these cool NBA players and tell me how much money he's making. I'm like, I should go try that. And my mom was like, you got nothing to lose, like just go for it. And honestly, if she hadn't kind of pushed me in that direction and been supportive of what I was doing, I don't know if I would have done it, you know? Yeah, man. So shout out to parents or just anyone who's a role model or a mentor or a friend who's yeah. like, because most people I feel like want to, tear you down or tell you can't do something. Or I don't know. Keep you keep you where they are so, so they feel they good about feel themselves. About being where they are for sure. Or, or a jealousy thing. Like I don't know why it is, but I've seen it sounds like you've yeah. seen it too where sometimes people don't always want to see other there's, people. There's Those are the people a lot you don't of wanna... things that come into play there and I mean we're lucky that it came directly from our parents because like that's the best, most direct source of support. Those are, yeah. you know, you shape your view of the world on how your relationship is with your parents, but yeah. it doesn't have to come from your parents. Like you said, like it can come from the Jesse LeBeau among the giants talk think like a star podcast it, 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 <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> nailed it i'll pay you that money later pay you that money for that, that shout no out. but for real like it, yeah it it's it's hard to go it alone i'll say that it definitely helps to have someone in your corner even if it's someone 3000 miles away like on yeah. tv telling you you can go for yeah. anything you want yeah um yeah, I'm stoked it was my parents because it gave me an early start. Yeah, and, and what I think is so cool about today is like, and even like from when I was in school, you know, yeah. is like we have so much more access to people. Like you can have like a, Tony Robbins is my personal mentor. I never met him, but I can watch all of his videos. Right. I've, oh, I want to be a skateboarder. I can look up and you can find yeah. people and you can, because it's so critical to put yourself around people that are positive, they're gonna encourage you, that yeah. maybe are doing something that you want to do successfully at a high level. Yeah. And now with the computer, with the, with the internet, <laughs> you know, you can yeah. go on there, all jokes aside, yeah. and you can surround yourself with this. Yeah. And it's just what you decide to, to put your energy. Dude, it's so crazy because there is so much content and access right now. It, it's so the it's so flooded. We have so many options for what we want to put into our face holes. Yep. Like, yep. Um, <laughs> our optical lenses. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of people. Uh, don't use that to its full advantage because it's so easy. I mean, sometimes. What did you want to say? I feel like you wanted to say something really aggressive. No, right sometimes I'll just find myself like scrolling Facebook like mindlessly, but I could have used that time to we see specifically that time. look up a YouTube video that pertains to something I'm either learning, growing in, or interested in. You know, um, yep. I think uh, it's it's very easy to waste so much time. time on the internet because there is so much out there. We were talking about this a little bit before we started rolling it, like there's so much entertainment out there just for entertainment's sake. And that's cool, that yeah. has its place in my life. I, I like I to laugh at love, night, yeah. Definitely love a good laugh. Yeah. Um, but I do think uh, it's important to take advantage of listening to meaningful content and content with substance and c content that's gonna 
serve you as an individual in your journey. Like that's why I'm stoked to come talk to you on this. It's why I do the YouTube series. Yep. It's what I I listen to a lot of podcasts. I watch yep, a lot yep. of stuff. Everybody like, Lewis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, because there's ah. Yeah, that's that's definitely something I try and encourage with whatever reach I have on on the social media. Yep. Oh yeah, um, no, I see you with I the try and encourage and people and especially young people to seek out role models and learn from them. Yeah. Don't don't want to be them like listen, my my life's great. The Bahamas were great, right? Good times. Okay. Still talking but, about it. But I don't want I don't want any kid to confuse uh, what I'm trying to teach with you wanting my life. Yeah. Don't want my life. Yeah. Just learn my stuff. Yeah. And how it pertains to your yep. life. Like that's how I feel. I've got a lot of role models. I got a lot of people. Like I'm. I'm an actor, and there's plenty of people I know who are where I want to be in acting. Yep. Yep. That still doesn't mean I want their life. Yeah. Because we all have baggage. We all have stuff, and. It's not better or worse. Like I at least am familiar with my baggage. Yeah, I don't yeah. want someone else's, even if they're farther ahead in acting, where I want to be. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I want to be there. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what you've gone through. I don't know. Like I'm grateful for the path I'm on, and it, it's important not to confuse those things. I have lots of role models, but I don't want their life. I just want to learn what I can from them, and uh, apply it to my own situation yeah. in my own path yeah um and I, I definitely think young people fall into that trap of seeing a celebrity all day or, like right here we're looking all day and you're seeing only the glamorous only like look at this we got lights we got you know yeah. we're, we're gonna make ourselves look beautiful yeah. or something i don't know that's possible you're, you're, you're only seeing, seeing 10 seconds of, of something the most of, of it's not even real entertainment and perfection it's manufactured yeah look how great everyone oh my gosh it's like i'm not allowed to be sad or down because look at everyone else's life is so amazing all the time yeah so man. now all of a sudden it's like i can't be like down like i was just reading this this book I'll, uh, I'll show you later, but it's basically like, it's okay to, it's good to be sad sometimes. It's good to be down. It's good to have experiences that are different than the Bahamas. So now when I go to the Bahamas, like, man, this is a, a complete high and an yeah. incredible experience because on a day-to-day -day level, I'm not trying to be on that level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really important uh, to get that message to people because especially young people, we just... We for, we want everything to be happy all the time, and yeah. we we think that it's possible. Yeah. We confuse it. We think it's possible to be happy all the time. It's yeah. not. It's not even like yeah. it, you. Yeah. You have to have sad days. It's part of this experience. Well, that's what I want to talk about then, because um, like people look like, oh, I need the followers. I need the cool stuff. And I'm glad you brought up social media because that's something I wanted to to talk about. Yeah. But it's like they they see something. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's what your whole life is. So, like, yeah, with, with Ned, so you did it for three seasons. Yeah. We, it, everyone assumes, like, oh, it's this glamorous thing. Like, I know from a little bit I've done, these are long days. Like, yeah. tell me some of, like, the hard things that weren't so fun that people might not know about. Maybe it's not just that show, but yeah. just in general, like, making the transition as an actor, whether it's self-esteem yeah. or people judging you or being told no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, I got one part, and that's awesome, but I got told no. How yeah. many times was it a lot of no's for you, or is it pretty? Stuff happened quick, but that's great. since there's been a lot of no's. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not e. It's not easy. It's it's freaking fun. I love it. It's the it's what I want to do with my life, and I'm yep. clear about that. Yep. But that comes with every path you you take is going to come with its own set of obstacles and challenges. And acting for sure has it. It is not 
that glamorous, man. Like, the glamorous bit is like 3% of the journey. Um, My life is very unstable, I'll say that. Like, (laughs) my finances, unstable, baby. Everybody Um, thinks I'm rich. I'm I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Little Bahama, later for all of you who weren't there. God, they're gonna just hate us after this. These guys just talked about how awesome their trip was for five hours. Um, We're not going five hours. We're probably going five hours. Yeah, okay, I'm in. You can edit it down. Yeah, yeah. I I had a lot of coffee before. I got nowhere to be. I got no life. I'm not booking anything. I'm unemployed, dude. (laughs) The good life. (laughs) But yeah, man, um, there's so much that comes with, like, being an actor that's not glamorous at all. It's a a hard, unstable, uh, in all aspects, it's unstable. Emotionally, my emotions go all over the place. (laughs) Can't see that at all. (laughs) Um... Going on so many auditions, well, I can relate it to anyone who has a clear, big dream for their life. The the tension of where you are now and where you want to be is emotionally difficult. Yeah. There are lots of days where I'm very motivated by that vision. I'm like, it's cool, baby. It's coming. I'm working. Uh, I know what I want to create, I'm, I'm going to persevere, all that stuff. But there's also days where that vision, feeling not closer to that dream, is hard, man. I feel, I go crazy some days where I'm like, why hasn't it happened yet? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and getting, going on so many auditions for projects that I love, those are the hardest ones, is auditions. Like, I would love to get this like, part. Oh, I would love I to I want to be George of the lines. Jungle. Yeah, I yeah. would love to do this role and then it's not even like they say no it's just you don't hear back <laughs> yeah, yeah well that's even worse it's ghosted have it's you ever just... been ghosted by a girl not to get derailed here we're gonna come back to this i don't know i've definitely ghosted a few you have yeah. you're you're casper i've ghosted you are casper i've ghosted friends before i just like sometimes so, keeping up with the phone there's a lot of work like, i'll tell you this i had a girl that i liked okay this wasn't that far long ago and she ghosted me. She actually ghosted me like three or four times. And I had never been ghosted. I didn't even know what ghosting was. And then I think Taylor was like, oh, dude, she hit you with the ghost or whatever. You did Casper. And I'm like, what? And then I tell him, I'm like, you're just going off. For those of you who don't know what ghosting is, it's just, you never hear. They just disappear. You just never hear from yeah. someone again. And I thought, like, I was like, I'm like, I'm in love with this girl. Like, I thought, I was, I thought we had love. Like, and uh, ghosted me. The most, ag- most painful, most just like, well, it's so confusing. Like it's I didn't so know because I'm like I'm so nice. Why would direct, you not just say like it's so I'm much not more into painful it. than a direct hey this isn't working out. Like, yeah. This then I could it. be like well go, okay. I'm gonna make it work out because I'm not a quitter. But you know you, you could do something. But when you get ghosted, I just made me want it more. It was like the best like game. I'm like I'm gonna find this ghost. I'm Ghostbusters. Like I'm gonna get this ghost. <laughs> so back to this. Yeah. When you go out for an audition, it's not like hey sorry you didn't get the part. We gave it to yeah Joseph no, Gordon Levitt. Some, sometimes you you know you'll get a callback. You'll test. It'll be down to you and three people, and you'll hear who got it if it's not you. Yeah. But for some Shia LaBeouf, just, there he just, goes again. You just never hear back because they read up hundreds of people and yeah. then they pick their ones. They don't call everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you're waiting, you're waiting for the call. Here's why and here's what you can improve on. So didn't like your face. So it's this weird thing of believing and trusting and knowing where I'm headed and that it's coming. Um, 
and then also letting go of every audition as soon as I walk out the door. Like, it's, it's a hard thing to do. So, yeah, man, a lot of acting is, is <laughs> emotionally painful, but it's worth it. It's also satisfying. My, when you do hit that one, it yeah, makes all well, those no's. Well, a great acting coach uh, reminded us, she goes, guys, uh, your life is always one phone call away from utterly changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, not everyone lives that life yeah. uh, unless the phone call's bad. Like, not mm. everyone lives that you are one phone call away from your life transforming. The big show, the big movie, whatever. Yeah, and that is an exciting reminder. And it's a choice. I go, yeah, I do want that. And I do, I do love doing it. The I love being unstable. <laughs> <laughs> I the, love not knowing what's going to The beautiful happen. thing about acting is for me to learn how to be a better actor, I have to learn how to be a better person, and to learn how to be a better person, I learn about acting, like, it goes mm. hand in hand, the more I dive into acting, the more I dive into myself as a human being, mm -hmm. um, and I really do like that about that, and the beautiful thing about the instability with uh, the dream that I have is... Not everyone does this, but it encourages me to find stability elsewhere. Mm -hmm. It encourages mm -hmm. me to find, like, okay, so this job isn't stable. Yeah. This job is an emotional roller coaster. So then it serves me to find a place of stability in myself that is untouchable and unchanging. Um, I think that's why a lot of actors, I mean, some are just... I'm crazy and I understand why and I empathize, yeah. but yeah. I think a lot of actors read a lot of self-development books. They they get on that wavelength because you sort of it's a survival mechanism. Yeah. Like I gotta learn. Essentially, being rejected all the, all time, the time. All the time. I gotta learn how to internally adjust myself back into a state of balance and centeredness so that I can just live my life. If I went with every emotion that I feel about. Yeah auditions and the characters and not succeeding and watching all my contemporaries succeed like if I went with all those uh, reactive uh, emotions and believed them to be real I would yeah. I would just be in a hole I would be Gollum dude yeah I yeah. would just be yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a cave troll well I'm glad you're not that although it does sound very uh, interesting if that's what you turn into might have to bring you out character uh, work, to some events <laughs> he's, uh, he's doing a real thing um, but yeah it serves me and I think it serves all of us to find out how because the external world like acting is just a manifestation of it but the our external circumstances are so unpredictable man yeah. they are yeah. always going to be changing life is going to just Stuff is gonna happen, like yeah, 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 stuff's yeah. going down yeah. that you can't control. So it serves all of us to figure out how internally, all right, how can I find some yeah. groundedness in myself? How can I find out how to adjust these thoughts that are telling me I'm worthless, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I, uh, it's, it's funny to me because it's like almost like ideally you could go into the room, you could do an audition, and then you could leave and just not care or think about it. If you could do that, which yeah. is impossible, yeah, exactly. like you know, because you're like you said, you're invested. I, this I'm is the part I actually want, or my friend's out for it too and got it, or you know, what yeah. I mean? so it's all these things. Yeah. Um, but it's a beautiful illustration for life, and like for me, a lot of times I use sports as like an analogy um, for life lessons and, and helping you in your life. And this is, I feel like, a beautiful one for dealing with rejection, for dealing with being told no, which is going to happen way more often than not, but. 
the the story that I do a lot of times when I go to schools is I hold up something. Sometimes it's money. Sometimes it's a bag. And they come and they they go. For, some of them go for it. Some of them don't. Yeah. I saw and that it's Instagram yeah yeah yeah. You saw that one. Amazing. Yeah. So it's like your life didn't. The the takeaway is your life didn't get any worse. Like it said exactly the same. Right. If as long as you can deal with the emotional side of it, like yeah, maybe some people like locked at me, looked at me, and I went for it, and I didn't get it, and they're like, oh, look at him, he's trying or something. But like that's what we talked about earlier. Why do you care about what those other people think? You shouldn't care because then you're gonna if you waste all your time worrying about what everyone else thinks, you're never gonna live the life that you want to live. Yeah. So it's just a, I love that dude. I think it's a beautiful illustration. And I found one thing that terrifies me still um, is like. If I see like a pretty girl like I can go talk to anyone you and me are kind of the same that way we can go talk to them but there's a girl that I'm like I'm attracted to this girl like I won't go up and like get her number I'm not that guy like my friends I have the, luckily I have friends that can go do that and like can you go talk to her yeah. but like if I'm not like into her then I can go talk to her about yeah. anything for a second but it's that one so what I started like that with auditions right? yeah 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 like that one I really want now yeah. I'm nervous and scared yep. and so <laughs> I did I started forcing myself to like go up to those girls and like talking to them or like trying to get their number and sometimes I found out well, actually it was a lot easier because a lot of people are afraid to approach that type of person yeah uh, but it made me get out of my comfort zone and it made yeah. me stretch and it was just a good exercise and I got a lot of good numbers so <laughs> some, sometimes I never got slapped at least I was respectful <laughs> you're, a, you're a nice guy I'm a nice guy I'm not threatening yeah I'm usually dancing you're pretty like, I'm usually a lot of yeah. the, the body rolls you get it <laughs> no music on hi I'm Jesse <laughs> yeah 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 there's no music you're ever. gorgeous yeah yeah uh can I have your number like, can uh, I have uh, it uh, Kind of, kind of into this. Yes, it's weird. This is different. <laughs> it's weird, but he's cute. So, so <laughs> dimples. So, so after, um, after Ned's. Yep. You've been going. I know there's been like a couple movies. I remember you're touring. You yeah, have a, a thing tonight, um, um, and I want to talk about that too. Yeah. But what prompted you to start? Um, it's called Devin's Live <laughs> Survival <laughs> Guide. Yeah. Um, it's the YouTube, you're basically your YouTube channel. You're putting out videos yeah, of you talking. And, and so it had been a lot of years since Ned's. Um, okay. It has been. I mean, it's been 10 years since Ned's. And, oh, wow. Uh, it's, and it still plays, though. It still plays. Because I'm telling you, in schools, kids know it. Yeah. Because I brought it up plays, in the schools. Okay. It's still... I think I think the cool thing about Ned's, I mean, all most kids are just big on their entertainment, so they know every show and every actor and all this stuff. But I think Ned's, Ned's had this special quality because it was so big, meaning like size-wise, it was a cartoon, even though we were people, like the energy yeah, was yeah, not yeah. based in reality. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. what's yeah. yeah. However. Shout out to Coconut Head. Shout we out love to, you. Shout we out love to Coconut, Coconut Head. <laughs> that guy. That guy. I've asked people and they're like, oh, he was amazing on that show. Cause I didn't know. I just, yeah. you know, for those of you watching, our friend Rob played this character, Coconut Head. And, uh, and I had seen the memes. Like there's a he's tons of memes. Memed. Like people love meeting he's him. Memed, he's dude. memeable. <laughs> he has this, the crazy hair. And, but I didn't know, like he had a pretty awesome role that everyone who knows yeah. the show oh, knows it's, him. It's yeah. yeah. I mean, he's like a staple of yeah. the show. Yeah. 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 But the show is so zany, but at the heart of it, it's Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. The genuine message the whole time was my character Ned was breaking the fourth wall and talking to the viewer at home, genuinely trying to give them tips that'll just help them survive school better. Okay. And Ned was the everyman. He was like the underdog and the everyman and not popular, not a nerd. Like he was super just relatable. in the middle. Super relatable. Okay. And, and the message of the whole show was just that like, we're all in this together. I know it gets tough. 
here's some ways to try and make it better. And the overall message was just like, be who you are and so keep it's dope. going. That's dope, yeah. And so I think it holds this special place in Kids Who Know It. It, it, it holds this special thing. Like, everyone I meet who knows the show, it's nothing but love coming from them. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's It's not just like it was a cool show. It's like a cool show that actually kind of helped me in a way deal with some things that I was going through. Exactly, man. In and the that, middle school years or high school a, that years. That was okay. a special dynamic. And... Oh, that's crazy. And just like a year ago, man, like, it's still the thing I'm most known for, and, and that's okay. I didn't want to turn my back on that, even though I've got bigger dreams. Like, I'm ready, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to break through that. For the, I'm working towards that next step and happened for a long time, but I don't want to turn my back on that. Like, that's a beautiful thing. And last year, I, I had some time on my hands, and I was just thinking and talking to some, some people on Twitter and, like, Instagram and... And I wanted to connect with those fans more. Mm -hmm. uh, but Twitter and Instagram, it's yeah, tough to do, it's limited, right? limited. It's limiting. So I was like, how can I connect with them more? And I just started to realize, um, I did this MTV interview and uh, the girl was asking for life, like, what would your tips be now? Yeah, yeah. And it, oh, that's pretty and it good. got great feedback and I realized, okay, and kids tweet me all the time, like, I still need your tips. Like, give yeah, me give college some tips, tips yeah, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I need midlife crisis tips. Yeah. I need and, grandpa tips. And <laughs> I realized, like, okay, you know what? This is a cool responsibility. Like, if these kids are still looking to me for some advice, you know what? Like, I do have stuff to say. I do have a perspective on the world that I... I know holds value in my life and like if you're gonna put me in that role of advice giver yeah let me use that actually like that's a beautiful thing I real I realize like this is beautiful I have young people's ears they want to listen they want if if you if they're gonna be open to oh let me just oh, yeah no this gosh. is a light one I move it around sometimes yeah so, man yeah, I just barely yeah. we like to be able to move stuff around hey, here um, <laughs> but yeah I just realized like wow if you're gonna be open to listening then let me say some stuff. Yeah. And I didn't go to college, so okay. I don't have college tips. Okay. Yeah. I like to I yeah. like to speak on stuff that I have experience in. Yep. That's okay. a that's a good lesson yeah. uh, for people. Like when someone's giving you advice, sometimes it's just flat out good. But make sure, like, do they have credibility yeah. in this yeah, yeah. area? Yeah. Yeah. What is their reference? Like, is your friend <laughs> yeah. who's never had a successful relationship I'm gonna make you a millionaire. giving you relationship advice yeah. all the time? Yeah. 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 Take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Is, is your broke friend giving yeah. you uh, business advice? I'm telling you, we're going to be millionaires. I've heard just that one. Just make like, sure they I've got... been that person. Like, let's go. <laughs> it's just a, it's not a pyramid scheme. It's like a, it's, it's a it, business. It's, it's multi-level marketing. It's good to listen to people with credibility in the area. So that's what I started to write episodes on of like, okay, what have I, what lessons have I learned in my life? And like, what have I gone through? And how can I relate what I've learned to a, a universal message? Yeah. And it's been beautiful, man. It I saw been... tons of comments. I feel like there was like 500 or 600 comments on one of the videos I was watching the other day. Yeah, man. Um, and like you said, you could tell you're talking about stuff that you have experience in, but you also care about. And so that's, I mean, that's the overall uh, theme of the the show. I did 20 episodes so far, and, hmm. the, and there's gonna be more. Yeah, you're still yeah, doing. Okay, I did. I, did, I, know I called it season one, like okay. it's 2016. 20, okay, and I'm working on new episodes now. Okay, and, cool. And uh, and what is your channel? Just so uh, it's is, Devin, Devin Work Harder. Just, I think. Work Harder. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll put it. We'll put it. We'll just, we'll put it at that. We'll put it in the show notes at cool, the bottom man. or whatever. Yeah, but. Devin Work Harder. 
on YouTube or just search Devin's Life Survival Guide and it'll come up. Okay. Um, and I'm proud of it, man. And I'm so stoked about the little community that's being created. Uh, all the comments are, yeah, I, yeah, I that's invite people to comment and I comment back and I read every comment and I comment back on a good amount of them. I just ask people to like share your experience with what this episode's about, you know, yeah. um, LGBT or depression or hard work. I hard, as well. yeah, yeah. Hard works. Definitely yeah. one. Um, yeah, I'm just. I'm just do you, do you use a teleprompter? People, do you use a teleprompter? By the way? No, so I because write. you were. I was. And that's what I took away. I'm like, bro, this is really good. Like every word, like almost every word was like, man, this is like. And then, but it didn't seem like you were using I, a teleprompter, so I was like, no teleprompter. I don't. I. I. You could, I should the, use one. The kid I, I talk good. Them, man, the but, kid could just talk real I'll good. Write, I mean, I use the skills I have, man. I'm an actor. I can memorize yeah. really easy. So I write every episode oh, okay. because. The message, I'm not improving this, the message is very specific and how I deliver it matters. Like, yeah. I'm trying to break, I'm trying to deliver a message in a way that actually gets through to people. Yeah. I'm trying to like weave through people's defenses, you know yep, what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. You know about this. You're, you're, yeah, you're you give them a little bit of what they want. And you're a pretty non-threatening guy. I use this in my life. Yeah. Like, someone comes at me aggressively, I just try and get under their radar, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. hey, baby, I'm yeah. cool, it's cool, it's cool. I'm one of you. And, and, <laughs> and we, connect with them, cool. right? Yeah. So I try and get through people's defenses. So yeah, yeah so I write yeah, yeah. every episode and then memorize it and speak it to okay. the camera so that it's like... Dude, I think it's awesome. In. And I want to give you some props. Thanks, for man. it Because um, not everyone um, who would be given this platform, be given ears to, that people want to listen to yeah. would use it for something like that. So yeah. I think it's so cool. And we know a lot of these people out here in the short time I've been out here yeah, and, and there's people that have a big platform and they don't necessarily use it. They're using it for other things, which is their choice and that's fine. But I think it's really cool yeah. that um, you have this special thing happening where you had a show that actually allowed you to give advice and now you've taken it, it and you could do what life you want with is it. So, life can be so cool in that way. Like just little me, I, I always thank little child Devin. Like, I was just being a kid, being naturally who I was. I, my parents noticed something. They, they gave me an opportunity to use those natural skills that I had. It led me very quickly to Ned's, which was a show where I got yeah. to play someone who helped and cared about everyone. Seen which, all over the world, right? Like, yeah, worldwide. Yeah, yeah, world. everywhere, yeah. I got an Italian Kids' Choice Award. Did you really? <laughs> Please tell me you went there hey, and accepted buddy. it. I, they, it was the first year they didn't actually do an event there. Oh, I was so sad. That would amazing Favorito Favorito. Mela Star. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. upsetting. No, no yeah, you, you offended um, some people, for I sure. I offended some Italians Yeah, there. sorry. But, <laughs> but uh, it's crazy, doing the show, I was just going with the flow as a kid at that point. Yeah, you're and then as I become a teenager and become more of an adult and start to really see what I care about in life, it was, it, I am Ned. Like, yeah. I genuinely do care about yeah. helping people and uh, giving people an option, like a better option. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, I get it. Life can be tough, but... What if you just took this little path right here? You might you might find it a little more empowering, and you might get a, a little more out of it. Yeah. Um, so life turned out really cool in that way. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I think. Uh, okay, so I kind of want to rewind on something we talked about earlier because yeah. I think it's important. Something that I see with kids when I'm going and doing my thing. Yeah. Um, and and it's social media. Yeah. You know, it's it's something that I I haven't really totally formed what I feel about it, but I'm going to kind of try to put it into words, sure. and then I want you to, I guess, give me your thoughts. Sure, sure, sure. But 
it's it's such a distraction that kids aren't developing skills. They're seeing things that, like we said, are smoke and mirrors of people's lives, comparing themselves yeah. to it. It's affecting their self-esteem. Yeah. And I don't know if the answer is you don't have it all, you don't have social media at all, because to me that's also kind of creepy. Right. But like there has to be some balance where, you know what I mean? Like if you, if I meet yeah, a girl someone, and she has a ton of followers, I'm like, I'm not ever going to take you serious as like a girl that I would want to mm. be with, which I want to talk about that next, because <laughs> I want I want to find my Sarah. Um, but the, the other aspect is like, if you have too much, but if you don't have it at all. So like for me, it's like finding that balance because yeah. the kids tell me they come, they want, I want to be successful. I want to be successful, but they aren't willing to put this phone down. Yeah. They weren't willing, they aren't, they don't want success bad enough that they're willing to throw their phone away yeah. and actually read a book yeah. or, or watch videos like yours of how to develop a skill, how to, how to, you know, write a skateboard or whatever the thing yeah, is man. like they, And so this thing, which can be used for so much good, it helps you connect with people. Yeah. It helps me connect with people. How is it? How do you navigate that, especially when you're a kid? Because one day I'm going to be a parent and I'm going to have a kid and I want to be like, you have a phone? You're not having that phone. I'm not letting anybody send you a picture. You know what I mean? I know, man. So, we, I don't know. It's a tricky missed, time. We, like, just missed it. If, yeah. If all this stuff, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, all these new things yeah. were in when I was, we were in middle school, Man, I don't know how I could avoid it as a kid. I don't know how parents can try and get a kid to avoid it. Although I agree with you, it can be so detrimental. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It can be used for so much good. For so much good or so much wasted time. You're getting bullied from a kid on the other side of the planet that you've never met before. Now, yeah, you're playing every video game. It's it's. but you want to be able to enjoy life too, so you can't just totally like, oh, I'm going to deny myself this. Yeah, I don't know the answer, man. And, and we're a little different. Like, I use it not only for acting. It helps for people to see numbers. Like, yeah. it's quantifiable. Yeah. But also getting the message that I believe in the world out. Like, I use it. It's a specific tool, but I still find myself, like, scrolling Facebook. Oh, I'm guilty of it too. And then I go... I just spend 20 minutes like not looking at anything, just scrolling. Yeah. Um, One video leads to the next video, you know, the thing where it pops up yeah. and then I'm like, yeah, I'm eight videos deep. Story. I don't even know who this guy is. Like what was going on here? Yeah. I mean, it's hard. Uh, in our brains, there's an addictive chemical there. It releases dopamine just to be on social media. So whether you're actually getting, you might not be getting mental or soul pleasure from it, but yeah. your brain is getting this yeah. chemical hit. Oh, I just got another like. Ooh, yep. It's it validates. You, we're becoming addicted to it. Uh, I don't know the answer, man. I, I really, I, I want to encourage people to be on it less. I don't know. It's tricky. I, it's tricky. I would just encourage everyone and anyone, no matter what age, uh, just, it's not like you have to be off it entirely, but put your value into things that give you value back. Yeah. And social media really isn't giving you a lot. I love reading books. Read books. There's yeah. value yeah. in that. Like, yeah. not just self-development books. Great fiction books. Like, yeah. Re- that's, we got, we got that's a whole a- book, you know, over here. If you oh. need to borrow a book, let us know. Hey. We got books, dude. Yeah, I got, we got books over here. I got here. some books, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, there's just so many other things you can do with your time that actually will give you value back into your life and social media feels like this endless pit. I know people think likes are value coming back into their life. It's yeah. It's not. Yeah. No, yeah. it's it's uh it's interesting. <sighs> so here's like the positive twist because I'm always looking like how honestly how can I get an advantage over other people? 
Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I'm competitive. Sick. I'm competitive. I'm sick. I'm a sick-minded You're a pup. Sick I'm a sick pup. But I'm like, imagine that 20 minutes, right? Yeah. That I took, that you took there, and I did the same thing. I, and I'm, I'm working on it. Like, I do allow myself 15 minutes in the morning, yeah. 15 minutes at night. Like, yep. that's what I'm trying to do. Am yeah, I perfect? Sure, sure, sure. No. If I go over it, sure. I find something that leads to the, you know, the yeah. next rabbit hole. But if I can limit that, then all the people that are spending an hour, two hours, three hours on there a day, yep. if I can be, like you said, reading a book, learning a language, yep. doing, working on a skill, yeah. then it will give me a huge advantage. And now everyone has brought themselves down yeah. and it has raised my ability Dude, to most, just be a more well-rounded person. The most valuable resource we have in our life is time. And those Facebook minutes are, are not valuable. Um, and, and that's exactly it. If, if I don't have regrets in life, but where I'm at now at 25, yep. if when I look back at me at say 18, I don't have regrets. I learned a lot. I'm great. I had great experiences, but the only thing I would have done differently is spend more time practicing the things that I do now. I'm a musician too. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I'm a, I'm, I've seen you I'm live a good with, uh, with right, Mayata. But yeah, yeah, I saw that on the show, man. Yeah, that was man. Good. Listen, I can play. I'm good. However, if if I could do anything different, it's I would put more hours into that mm -hmm. because music fuels my life, man. Not just because I can reach people with it, just because sitting in my apartment playing feeds my soul, yeah. man. Like yeah. it just feels good to play. So yeah. if I if I could get anything back or do anything different is I would take more advantage of the time I have and had and I'm trying to do that now is yep. all right I've got this many hours in the day let me block out music practice let me block out time to work on acting let me block out time to work on the YouTube show like yep yeah use your time <laughs> we got to use our time it's the most valuable resource we have and it only makes your life better it yeah improves my self-esteem when I am disciplined with something that I love um, it improves my life to be disciplined in the things that I love and it's that 10,000 hours thing like yeah. keep putting those hours in yeah there, yeah, yeah. there is no I'm sure you talk about this because it's the perfect sports situation but there is there's no secret formula. The best people in the world at anything practice the most. Yeah. The best people yeah. work the hardest across the board, like lasting success. Yes, you can have natural talent and maybe a flash of yep, success. Yes, momentary. But, but the best people in the world who sustain it for their life, they work the hardest. That's it, always. In sports, in acting, in music, that's it. That's it. There is no seat. That's why my second episode of the I'm getting fired up right now. I'm like, Dude. let's go do some push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's yeah. go. Someone's getting better. Yeah, that's why my second episode was work harder. Like, there just is we we it's all simple. just we, we make all it complicated. Want it. We all want it now, or we think, oh, that person got it and I didn't. Well, look, practice the most at what you want to do, and it's gonna happen for you. Or yeah. you're just gonna become amazing at that thing. Yeah. And you're gonna give yourself opportunity to, to succeed at it. That's it. I, I hung out with my friend last week. He's 40 years old. He's the most fit human being I know. He's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Muscles just, on muscles. He's just so jacked. Um, and not, well, how do you do and it? And not crazy steroids, Jack. Right? Just fit. Just abs popping. Yeah. And I've always known that about him, and he inspires me in my uh, fitness goals. But some part of me was still uh, believing that, oh, that's just his genes. No, no. 
I went and did a workout with him last week. He goes hard in the paint. Hard in the paint, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, th just so much working out, and it, it was a nice reminder. Oh, yeah, that's why he has that yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. He and it's works not easy. at it, man. It's not it's easy. Not it easy. sucks, <laughs> but then you get to look like this. Yeah. The payoff. And there's something about, like like you said, people want this instant um, gratification or they want the they overnight want success. instant gram. Yep. I'm just kidding. It's, yeah. <laughs> With all that being said, follow Devin Werkheiser on, uh, <laughs> uh, true. social media is horrible, but uh, follow, follow Devin me on at Devin Werkheiser. And like it all yeah, so it, that I feel yeah, good about myself. Because he needs that, uh, that <laughs> chemical in his brain Don't to feel good. Me. Everyone wants like, that instant going to happen overnight, but the, if you got it overnight, like if you had never gone on an audition and they like called you up, we have a friend who kind of had this situation with, with the Tyler Perry film. Like he hadn't gone out for anything before and it was like the first one. Yeah. And it's like you wouldn't, in my mind, probably appreciate it and be as grateful for it yep. if you didn't have to work and sacrifice and fail a yep. bunch of times, you know? So there's something yep. to say going and doing, like I used to be able to be really good at pushing through pain, training with sports, and then I got done and then I become like the softest, like, oh, this hurts, like I don't want to run. Because like, like I didn't have that goal in mind. Now it was like, I just want to look good with my shirt off, you know, which isn't yes. very good motivation yeah, for motivation. Right. Where before I wanted to compete, you know, and be the high, play at the highest level. So that's a huge thing. Um, you have to root your motivation into your vision for what you want. So everyone's like, just live in the moment, don't live in the future. Well, yes, that's true. All the work gets done in the moment. Uh, your experience of the world is happening in the present. But you got to create this vision for what you want in the future. And that is the key to motivation for me. Whenever I'm like slacking off or bored or not wanting to work out, the best way to, to get motivated isn't to shame and blame and guilt like, oh, I'm being lazy. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's not <laughs> yeah. that. Beat yourself it's, just, up. it's just I go back to what do I want? Like what do I want three months from now? What do I want six from, months from now? Okay, here's the vision. What do I have to do today? Yep. Yeah. What do I have to do? Because you, you know what you got to do to get yeah. there. Yeah. We just fool ourselves like, no, I don't, I don't, yeah, know, I don't know how to get yeah. there. No, you know. You got to yeah. put in the hours and it's that. Like, I love that. How did you say it? Root your motivation in the moment. Yeah, into your vision into for your what vision. you want. Yeah, yeah no, I love that. Because that's it, right? Like you worked out a bunch knowing I want to compete as an yeah. athlete. So then yeah. you push through all that momentary pain because yeah. you know in three months I'm going to be balling. Yep. Um, that's that's it. That's it in everything in life is like check in. What do I want six months from now? It's even it in relationships, man. Like people I think are real quick to like throw away a relationship because it gets hard and look, some relationships are just bad and you need to break up. Like yeah. you're not good for each other. We talked about but, a few of those earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of times, man, I love my woman and I'm so clear about what I want to create with her. Like this is my person. No matter the fights we get into, like that's gonna be in every relationship. Yeah, I'm the common denominator. Caveat, ca uh, quick, quick. Uh, so he has Sarah, his girlfriend, who is the perfect, <laughs> like the perfect woman. Like she is incredible. I've only actually been around her a few times. Yeah. But every time I walk away, I'm like, gosh dang it, Devin. Like I get mad. I, like it, she's so good, it makes me mad. Like your smoking hot girlfriend means everything to me. <laughs> 
I hope that doesn't offend you. Not at all. Good. I'm, okay. I'm, okay. No. 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 She's smoking hot. No. No. It's she amazing. is. But she's she's, she's an incredible person, and uh, I am truly but, jealous, but like we, legitimately jealous of you for finding that. At our relationship, man, like it is work and it is friction and tension. Sometimes it's a lot of joy and bliss and silliness. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we work to be this trusting and this strong with each other, and. It comes down to that vision, like no matter what, no matter how clear I am about this person and that I want a family with her and all this stuff, sometimes you, you get in the muck in a relationship yep. and you can't see the end. But what I do in those moments, like as difficult as it gets sometimes, hmm. is I go back to that vision. I go, what do I want with this person? I want this, I want yeah. this beautiful thing that I know we're creating already. Okay, so it's really dark right now, I can't see the end. Just just hold on to that vision and keep moving forward, right? Hmm. Um, and yeah, yep, that's what that's what gets us through, man. So what would you say, because I'm out here trying to find my Sarah. Yeah, like for sure. I told you, she means everything to me. It's <laughs> <No, that's> creepy. <laughs> what, what would you say is like the number one thing for and you can't it's so hard to limit down to one thing so yeah. maybe that's not a fair question but like what is a key for you in a relationship you know a lot of people are like it's communication or like you're saying maybe it's the hard work yeah. or maybe like do you have i mean just i guess you're kind of like if you're going to give some advice you know i'm looking for relationship advice so over here maybe. yeah what do i <laughs> what do i look for is it not the facial uh, mask that i did well, yesterday because <laughs> i thought that was i thought it was pretty cool but well I have two episodes directly talking about this on Devin's Life Survival Guide okay. about before, but I, but I think you do do this in your life, but before you can attract uh, like mm. the next mm -hmm. level relationship, before you can attract the one, before you should even want to enter into that relationship space, you gotta know how to be alone and enjoy it. Love myself? Yeah. I'm screwed. <laughs> no, I'm good there. If anything, I'd probably like myself too much. Yeah, you you're, might need yeah, yeah, to keep but it no, in check. I see what you're but, saying. But that, I mean, that's, if you aren't happy, you can't find your fulfillment you gotta in another person. You got to know how to take yourself on dates. You got to know how Ooh. to go spend nights alone and not just spend the time, but enjoy yeah. spend an enriched night yeah. by yourself. Like, yeah. you got to have that before yeah. you enter relationships no matter how beautiful they are hard it's a mirror someone is going to tell you exactly what you don't like about yourself or, mm. or the areas in your life you need to grow that is a function of the relationship yeah this person especially if it's it. good love if it's good love this person's going to come in and love you and support you but also tell you the areas in your life where you're uh Bullshit. Can improve, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that's right. And they're gonna call you on it, and it's gonna be difficult. Yeah, and so, hopefully they call you on it because that's you're gonna grow and be better it. together, and, and that's create, what you need. Yeah, so bad relationships spiral downward. Yeah, like, you're constantly yeah, yeah, yeah. like tearing each other down, yeah. and it creates this negative spiral. The good relationships, you're spiraling upwards, like you're supporting each other and calling each other uh, up in where they can grow, and then it creates this beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't have one piece of advice other than really know how to love yourself and really do the work on yourself. Uh, no, that's no, bro. Yeah. Seriously, great, and it's something that 
honestly have a moment of transparency here. That's like something that I struggle with. I had a girlfriend for four years, pretty serious relationship, you know, yeah. wanted to get married kind of thing. Yeah. And I always had that kind of problem with her of she'd been from one relationship to one relationship she, since 16 years old, had never not been in a relationship. Like literally mm. broke up with one the next day or the next week. Like, so she never had that time to learn who she was. And, yeah. and so I put that on her, like you need to like figure that out on your own. And then I've come to see, speaking of the mirror, like, that's kind of like, not that I've been in one relationship after other, but like sometimes I can look for validation yes. in, in a female counterpart, you yeah. know, of like I need, and so finding that time to be by myself, yeah. to be alone, to enjoy it with my guys yep. is something that, that it rings true and it, and it benefits. So Yeah, man. Um, it, it's weird. Like I knew how, I, I was good on my own and I, uh, I knew how to do it successfully and love my life alone. Now I've met someone who I consciously want in my life because being with her does elevate everything. Yeah. But I knew how to do it on my own, and I actually was—I didn't—I wasn't looking for the one. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know that I believed in like the one because I sort of like I love everybody and yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah, got yeah. beauty in them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but, but you I, found that one. You went in person, Chase. Sarah, shout out! Shout out to Sarah. We love you. I don't know if you have cousins or sisters. <laughs> but I'm available. I'm around. Your sisters engaged. Sorry, man. Oh, really? Gosh, that's serious. Was there someone? Whether it was, a, it sounds like your parents were pretty, pretty close to your parents. Friend, I don't know. Is there someone? Yeah, that, there's a few. So I okay. mean, my parents for sure. The way my dad encouraged my dreams. Wow. Um, my mom just mega wise woman. I could talk to her about whenever I'm. In some stuff I, I would call her and like I just learned the older I get the more I realized I learned so many helpful qualities from my mom directly like yeah she just had those nuggets of wisdom and yeah. always um, so my parents for sure uh, right now Sarah man Sarah's yeah. the most influential like we're a team and she's my partner and therefore my partner is the most influential person in my life uh, in the most positive way um, she's like my reference point for what's going on in my life. She's mm -hmm. like, I got some someone to bounce everything off of. If you're open to it, like life's gonna teach you. I'm grateful for every relationship I ever had, even the ones that in hindsight, like, oh, that, that wasn't right. Um, but they all led me to the next phase and they all taught me something, yep. you know? Even every friendship I've ever, you know? If it wasn't good, you. what do you take away from it? Yeah, life's, the, life's always teaching you. That's the, um, the attitude is everything that, um, is kind of like my big theme. Yeah. It's like things are gonna happen, good, some bad. Yeah. But like how, what you choose to respond in those yeah. situations is gonna dictate your whole life, whether you get better or you get better. So I, I feel like yeah. I love when I hear other people kind of say it yeah. in different ways, like even philosophy or religion. I kind of hear that in everything yeah, all the there's time. Yeah, like a universal. Yeah. There's some themes there. Who's who's your biggest? Um, I would say, it, it, I mean, was it the like captain most people, who it was the captain. Well, in a way, I mean, it, it, it motivated because there's another story there that went on. Is he saw my list of goals? I had written down on a three by five card. I still have three by five cards all the time, and it was like I want to move to LA, be in a commercial, and all these these things. Yeah. And uh, he saw it, brought everyone in, and was like, "You're not gonna do that." Like he did like this whole thing, like, "Dude, you have zero shot." Like, what are you talking about? And after everyone made fun of me, and then uh, it wow, goes on, and, and Rob Rob heard the uh, the story. But he was like uh, basically at his house 
and he put on the Laker game. This was like six months later, and he saw a commercial for Kobe Bryant, and it was my first commercial. So he saw me actually do it, and I know he saw it because I was forwarded an email that was him, and so it was like pretty funny to come full circle. Wow. Of like, I did get to do something that was on my goals list, and, and that was pretty cool. That's so, amazing. But I would, I would say my, my parents, my dad um, drove a lot of... Um, principles through sports to me like we would always watch we'd go to games I remember as a kid we'd go to games little league games and watch the older kids and we wouldn't watch who'd hit the home run or who made the winning catch we would watch who basically made the mistake who struck out mm. who bobbled the ball who missed it between their legs and we'd see how they would respond would they run after it and go get the ball and hustle or would they slam their bat blame mm. other people you know Basically, their wow, attitude. What man. would their attitude be? And you could tell if they were going to be winners or losers in their life. And so, although we were very competitive in sports and I was a pretty good athlete, um, yeah. I lost way more than I ever won. Yeah. And, and, and I won a fair amount, but I lost a lot more. Yeah. And, and if I hadn't taken away the bigger things from sports, then um, it would have been a waste of time. So my dad and my mom and, wow. and, my, my, and my, my family, my older brother, um, you know, he was kind of my hero he was the sports star in our little town yeah um, and I still look up to him a lot of ways with what he's done with his family yeah um, you know he's got a great family and wonderful kids and you know just has it all together where I kind of have some of that unstable stuff in my own life that you talked about too LA, so, LA yeah. 30 is very yeah. different than anywhere else yeah 30. yeah yeah some guy they told me the other day he's like um, he goes uh, <laughs> basically you're a 30 year old teenager yeah and I got mad and I was like that, that's he nailed all it. it. That's most like, guys in LA. I'm like, he nailed 30 it. in Georgia, where I'm from, yeah. is like, job, kids. Three kids, yeah, another wife. story. 30 years, like, I'm still figuring out what I want to do what? with my life. <laughs> I'm a kid. Dude, so um, one thing that I started doing and um, with some of my friends, and actually Mayada is one of these people, is we pick one word each year. Yes. Um, and I think hers, I saw her post the other day, hers is play. Cool. Like, she wants to be more childlike. Mine this year um, is relentless. Because I have Love these things it. I'm going for and I just don't want to give up. I'm not, no matter how many no's I get, um, I'm just like uh, unyielding. I, I wrote out the exact definition. I, don't, I should have it memorized. I, I, I saw it. Okay, you yeah. saw it. So that's I like my it. thing for this year. Yeah. This is on the spot. I didn't, no, I got, didn't I, prep I, him for this beforehand. I do this too. Okay, so you already have a word. You already yeah. know what it is. What is your word for? Commitment. Commitment. Okay. Did you write that on my thing? Mm -mm. Someone else wrote commitment. I, I'm pretty 95% sure. Commitment's um, mine. Okay. Is, how is there any area particular your whole it's life? It's all of it, man. It's, it's how committed am I to this vision? Like, I've got a very clear vision for my life. And the thing this year is how committed am I to this vision? Like, am I... I want to follow... I'm going to follow through. Um, and that that's my focus this year. There's certain things that I need to happen... And I know it's up to me to put in the work. So yeah, uh, so that's Seen my it through. year, man. Not, commitment. I feel like relentless and commitment are kind of like mine's yeah. just like a little more Yours aggressive because yeah. I'm an aggressive like oh, I'm not relentless. Yeah, where you're like it's commitment. A little more I'm through. Yours a little more stable. Yeah. We're gonna talk about the stable. Well, because <laughs> I sort of have two words this year. The other one's balance. Is oh, that's a great I want to be balanced, um, but yeah, committed. Balanced but committed. <laughs> Forever's listening, whether it's the kids that watch your show or come to, we go to their schools yeah. or adults, grandmas, grandpas, whatever. Like if you had boil it down into one thing, the best piece of advice that you could leave to people. And yes. if you in once to, to, to feel, you could pick yeah. a few more. Um, what would that be? Like for me, I told you, it's kind of attitude is everything. It's kind of how I boil life down. Yeah. Take care. Uh, take care of yourself first. Um, but not at the expense of others. So like, okay. take, 
I saw it on your thing, love thyself. Yeah, man, yeah. it's like, be kind to yourself, be on your own side. Uh, <laughs> but, I guess it'll be something we've talked about. Um, but then create a vision for your life and for the world uh, that makes things better for everyone. Yeah. Right? Like, root your life in be, uh, into being of service yep. to, to this global community you're in. Yeah. Uh, like, what can you do? How, even just how can you be in the world? How can you live in the world that's going to create some positive ripples? Yeah. Well, bro, I love it. First podcast down. Woo! This is easy. This is easy. We're going to do this. This is going to be huge. Dude, and we're going to look back at this. Off so you and I can just yeah. do this. We'll just talk we'll, like we did hours. the hour before. <laughs> exactly.